listening to Our Stories, the Australian Army on Operations podcast. All right, everybody listen in. Okay, today you work to a really good standard. Well done. This is Task Group Taji Rotation 4, a combined force of Australian and New Zealand military personnel on a training mission here in Iraq. We're here at the request of the Iraqi government as part of Operation Okra, led by Joint Task Force 633. Operation Okra is Australia's contribution in the Middle East region to international coalition efforts against Daesh and their campaign of terrorism. In the last five days you've progressed from fours and you've now dry-fired in the platoon, at the platoon level. So far in this series we've heard about Task Group Taji's preparations to undertake their mission and now we're going to find out more about the training they're delivering here on the ground. And with me is Captain Tom Wickham, who's one of the trainers here. So Tom, tell us first of all, what is Task Group Taji? Uh, well, that's an interesting question. Task Group Taji is about 400-odd Australian and New Zealanders. Um, task organised to uh, deliver training in Iraq to members of the Iraqi security forces. So it's made up of members of all corps, all various trades from both Australian and New Zealand Army. Wherever we deploy, we go as a combined arms team like that. Uh, and we're inserted in here to deliver specialist and generic all-core training to the Iraqi security forces. You talk about specialist and all-core training. So can you give us a few examples of the kind of training that you're delivering here? So we deliver combat arms training, so infantry minor tactics, urban operations, you know, clearing buildings, that sort of thing. And then we deliver all the other stuff, all the other enabling type stuff that you need to conduct those operations. So first aid training, explosive hazard awareness training, and my team itself is actually delivering navigation training at the moment. Now, we've heard this term in the news, building partner capacity. That's one way that the work of Task Group Taji is being described. So what does that actually mean? What it means is coalition forces will insert a team that's designed to enhance the capacity of the host nation force. So in this case, the Iraqi security forces. And you can do that in a myriad of ways. And the way that we're doing it this time is that we essentially form the specialist training team in the base of Taji and various other allied nations do that as well. So the British are here, the Americans, that sort of thing, and they all provide training like that as well. Spanish, Italians, people have come from all over the place to contribute and that's what we're doing. Tell us a bit more about the location where we are currently, where you're delivering the training. Well, Taji Military Complex is like all of the training complexes of the Australian Army mashed into one giant base. So I'm here delivering navigation training at the Junior NCO Academy. So Taji contains a Junior NCO Academy, you know, an engineer battalion and an engineer school, like everything. But we are allocated specifically against the Junior NCO Academy, which means that we get specific individuals pulled from various Iraqi units come in to conduct the training with us. So we're taking a lot of junior NCOs and senior NCOs through navigation at the moment. And for people outside of Army, remind us, NCO. Oh, sorry, yeah, non-commissioned officers. So we have like corporals, sergeants, warrant officers and stuff like that on the course. So these guys really need to get given the training that they need and spread the knowledge around their home unit. So the best members of the course will potentially get recruited into the junior leaders school or the junior NCO school. Um, and then everyone else from there goes back to their unit and then propagates the knowledge from there. So... It's essentially a train-the-trainer type situation. So we train them up and then we train them on how to run this training for themselves. 
ideally to train navigation you go out into the bush and find your way around we give them the the concept so that they can do it for themselves in terms then though of where many of the soldiers go who you've trained here as part of task group taji working with the iraqi security forces do they end up in places like mosul 100%, 100%. Some of them would have come from units that have already been through Mosul or been through fights in Ramadi, Fallujah, stuff like that. Um, so they've got a lot of experience in that regard. But a lot of these guys would be going to units that are, you know, will rotate onto line and will push up and, and get into the fight. Do you have the sense then that what you're offering here is really important? I think it's pretty important because you see them walk out of there and they go, wow, I just learned a new skill. So, yeah, I think we're having a real effect. It's interesting you say that because from talking to some of the Iraqi soldiers myself, I really do have the sense that they see value in what you're offering them. It's really important to them. Yeah, I think so as well. And do you have the sense that you're directly contributing to building their capacity? Do you get that feedback from them directly? Yes. So on an individual level, like person to person with the Iraqi soldiers and stuff like that, you can definitely see it. So you'll deliver some instruction or you'll take them through a skill and you can see it on their face. They go, yeah, I get it. And, you know, often, nine times out of ten, they'll tell you, like, thanks for that. That's I've learned something today. Um, and then on a macro level, yeah, definitely. You get various information through chain of command and stuff like that. And there's a direct link between the training that we deliver here as part of the international force and then the capability of the Iraqi forces fighting Daesh. So it's definitely making a difference. Tell us a bit more about your own background. When did you join the army? I joined the army in uh, 2007 as a reservist. I was 17, just wanted to see what it was like and uh, had a great time as a, as a reservist in North Force for like four years. And then I transferred over to be an officer in the ARA. Thought I was going to go infantry and then met a few people along the way and I decided engineers was where it was at. And I've never looked back. It's been, uh, it's been a real cracker of a career. So just to go back there, ARA, that's regular army. So you went from reserve to full time. Engineers then, what's that like? <laughs> it is the best thing since last bread. Being a combat engineer officer, like you can't, you can't ask for anything better. You've got, I think, the best soldiers in the army. And I think that you do all the best tactical and technical challenges that are out there. You know, there's nothing better than coming out the other side better off. So it's good. Clearly some core pride happening there. Yeah, yep. RAE for life. Engineers for life. <laughs> and what about being here in Iraq? Did you ever think you'd be here? All the way through your training, you get the anecdotal stories like, oh, this is what happened when I went to Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever. And it, it's the adventure, you know. How many other people do you know go to another country and, and train other people and, you know, experience something like this? So I always told myself, I believe I'm going to Iraq when I'm in Iraq. And, and now I'm here, so I'm like, yeah, what a win. <laughs> is it what you expected coming here? I took a pretty pragmatic approach. People are the same everywhere. And you obviously have support back home for being here. Yeah. My partner, Anne, is uh, currently holding down the fort with our three greyhounds. <laughs> um, and uh, my mum is uh, spamming me with packages with puzzles and stuff. So, yeah, no, it's, um, I enjoy a lot of support back home. And is that important, having that support? I actually think that that is the harder part. So I'm here, I eat in a dining facility with all the food in the world. Every now and then there's like an ad on the network telling me that I'm a hero for deploying and all that sort of stuff. But end of the day, I'm here, I'm enjoying all the support in the world. And, um, and she's at home like mowing the lawn. 
you know. So I think they actually really have the harder task. But you still feel strongly about being here? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think um, if we didn't come here and help with this fight, everything else would be for nothing. Captain Tom Wickham, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Maskeldare reporting from Talscrip Taji, Rotation 4. This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia. <laughs>